right. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready, Wayne? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. How long have you been in the Navy? Oh, me and Blow Made Life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Hey everybody, welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. And today with us, we have Wayne from Florida Man on Florida Man Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. Absolutely. How are you guys? Good. Wayne, how are you doing, man? Thank you so much. I don't don't know if you can tell, but Heath is totally fangirling. I'm fanboying over here. I'm I'm not a fangirl, I'm a fanboy. Well, no, I'm honored to be here, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm uh, I'm really excited to to kind of hang out and spend the evening together. It'd be good fun. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. Before we get started, let me make this disclaimer because the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of our own and not the United States Navy or our respective commands. You know what that means, Jamie? Go ahead. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. Awkward silence after that. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome, Wayne. Welcome so much. Uh, do you can you tell us a little about yourself? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Wayne. I was born and raised in Central Florida. Um, I'm married uh, to my lovely wife Sarah, and I've got two beautiful girls, uh, Sadie and Harper. And um, yeah, yes, uh, one of the one of three hosts on the Florida Men on Florida Man podcast. And uh, yeah, 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 big 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 Florida fan. So we talk about it for a living. Awesome, man. Awesome. I love the lore of Florida. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Funny enough, y'all have lots of it. You never seem to run out of topics. It's true. You know what? It's a cursing uh, for the rest of our, it's a curse for the rest of our state. It's a blessing to us. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get dive deep into uh, the Wayne story, we're going to pause for a word from our sponsors. This is Vice. Request permission to entertain the audience with a limerick. A limerick, you say? Entertain us, you shall. If you want to make money for your show, get off your ass and search for Podgo. A simple way to make some cash and get a sponsor for your podcast. Apply online is all you do. Then Podgo will reply in a week or two. Is it really that easy? Well, if I did it, then it must be so. Type P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. One more request, if it pleases, the vice. Okay, fine. Proceed if you will. For all who request a Podgo account, tell them E14 Podcast is how you found out. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm here with Wayne from the podcast Florida Men on Florida Man. So we uh, got a little introduction of Wayne. You know, Wayne is not on his show. He has two other, or actually three other, right? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, uh, Greg, Wayne, Josh, and Cameron. Those are the, the four hosts. Um, the three most popular ones, the ones that speak the most often are, uh, myself, Josh and Cameron. Yeah. Who's the fourth guy that's always like opening mail for y'all. 
That's Greg. Uh, Greg is, uh, he's hideous beyond description. Uh, and his voice is, uh, is one that scares children. So we keep him off the air for the most part <laughs> and uh, just, just uh, stick to the three of us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Unless you want to tell a scary story and then yeah, he, he, he would be your guy. Then we let Greg on, but even then, we, you know, we try to keep it family friendly. So it's uh, it's best that he just stays locked away when we when we record. <laughs> he can uh, open mail or do cartwheels or something in the background. Right, he does he does that uh, frivolously. Awesome. <laughs> he does the clapping hands. <laughs> in the awesome. So in Florida, in the Florida man, men on Florida man podcast, you got Wayne that does the uh, lore of Florida. Ashby, right. Florida man has a lot of lore. You got. Josh, who gets everybody to know each other, kind of introduces everybody to the audience, all the all the guys. And then you have Cameron, who does the headlines. That's and there's right. no shortage of headlines when it comes to Florida or lore. No, no, it's all day, every day, man. It's uh, there's uh, literally hundreds of years of uh, just crazy history. And, you know, the, the good thing about it is it's still happening. Um, I guarantee you a dozen or so headlines happen today. And we won't know about it until tomorrow. So, right. uh, yeah, like I said, it's a blessing. A lot of content to cover. Right. Because Florida man never disappoints. No, That's he's true. got lo lots of energy. He's everywhere all at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, you guys have such great chemistry on your show. And that's why you're Thank such you. a smash hit, man. So, how did y'all meet? Have y'all known each other for a while? Yeah, a very long time. Uh, Josh and I met in high school a um, long, long time ago. And Cameron, uh, we met him a couple years into high school and uh, we actually were in a band together. Um, that's how we kind of got close, started writing music and we hit the road um, whenever Cameron was still a teenager and, and Josh and I were in our early twenties. So um, we just kind of formed that bond, you know, traveling out and uh, all over the place and just been best friends ever since. So what kind of, what kind of music do y'all play? Uh, so at the time we did, uh, it's kind of like indie rock uh, back when that was still a thing. Um, you know, we, we kind of, uh, started off around 2003 or four. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had a, a couple songs on the radio and, and, um, uh, signed some contracts that were in over our head and got taken <laughs> advantage of, uh, but we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. So what did you play? What instrument? So I played guitar and I sang, uh, okay. yeah. So it was, uh, Cameron played guitar and, and Josh was actually our tour manager. Um, he handled all of our finances and the you know, tour scheduling and that kind of stuff. What years were that? Was this that y'all were uh, doing all that? We started in 04 um, and um, the band broke up in 2011, I believe. Okay, cool. So I want to talk about y'all's intro song. I love y'all. I love y'all's intro song to the podcast. Thank you very much. Is that you singing? That's actually Cameron singing. Oh, is it? Uh, that is Cameron singing. Yeah, oddly enough, I was the lead singer in the band, but Cameron went on to uh, uh, graduate from Florida State. Uh, he is a, uh, a part of what he does for a living is uh, music direction and teaching. Okay. And so uh, he's classically trained. Uh, don't let him tell you otherwise. He sings, <laughs> he sings Italian and, and uh, all of the above. So that's him singing on our on our opening uh, song. I heard, I, heard the, I heard the episode where he... If you speak Italian, I'll take back everything. Uh, opera, I'll take back everything I say about you. Oh, right. Man, that was, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> and he, he launched into an Italian song. And and we had so many people write in wanting to know who that was. And and we had to record a video of him doing it just so people would believe that it was really. They didn't happening. believe it, huh? Right. Wow. Yeah. So wow. gifted guy. That, that is that is awesome. Because I thought it was a recording. I was like, no way he's singing like that. Right. 
Yeah, no, um, he. Uh, I give him a hard time for it, but he's got the voice of an angel. He does. Man, I tell you. Do y'all still jam <laughs> out together whenever you get together, or just a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. We we write. Um, we are licensed songwriters, so um, right now we, you know, for, for the past decade or so, we've done it for other people, um, and not so much for ourselves any longer. But that keeps us at home with our families and allows us to continue to do it for passion. So it's it's nice. Awesome. Awesome. So, so 2003 issues said in 2011, y'all, y'all split up the band. That's right. Yeah. So what are the idea of the podcast? Cause you, uh, when did you start the podcast? So we started the podcast towards the end of 2018. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, 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 we didn't really have a creative outlet. Um, you know, we were just, we were, we were working, you know, but we didn't have anything that we weren't doing vocationally. You know, there wasn't a hobby necessarily. And, um, Josh actually kind of rang me up because he and I went to we went to private school together and he had this idea of doing a podcast where we talk about all the crazy stories that happened at, at private school. Um, and then when we met with Cameron, it was just kind of a, a no brainer to bring him on board. And um, just the three of us sat down one night and, and realized that eventually those stories would run out. And so mm-hmm. we needed something that would continue to, to reproduce and offer longevity and Florida man, it seemed like low hanging fruit. Um, but you know, once we, we, we did it, we planned out a couple episodes and had a couple interest meetings and just never looked back. Oh, wow. Cause I tell you what, like we said, Florida man never disappoints. Yeah. Yeah. And it just never runs out. And that's so awesome. Or like, you know, your church camp stories never run oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a plethora of those as well. <laughs> you guys had an interesting childhood. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm thankful for it. Uh, you know, I, there's nothing that I would trade, but um, it, it did provide some some pretty crazy stories. So what's in the water over there? Because y'all had interesting childhoods and apparently everybody in Florida has some sort of story about. Them. <laughs> so what do you think it is about Florida that makes it so unique? You know, I, I think it's a it's 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 threefold. Um, I think partially there's a lot. You know, Florida really is a melting pot. Um, you know, you can drive 30 minutes and there's a different culture represented than there was 30 minutes prior to that. Um, you know, Miami is very different from Jacksonville and Orlando is very different from Tampa. So when you have that many different cultures together, you're going to have, you know, stories and conflict and so on and so forth. Um, I think the weather plays a part of it. It's really fickle. Uh, It'll be 105 degrees one day and, you know, 68 the next day and a hurricane the day after that. Um, and then on top of it all, we have this law called the Sunshine State Law that makes everything accessible to the public. So if you run a media company, you can go down to the police department. You can find out anything you want to find out that happened that day. And then you publish it the next morning. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, easy access to information plus all the rest of it is just a, a, an equation for crazy. <laughs> you know, uh, thinking about the Florida man stories, I would expect a lot out of the panhandle. Right. That's what I'm right. familiar with. Being from Louisiana, we're not too far from the panhandle. No, you're very close. Right. Even South Central Louisiana. So I was only about five hours, even from Central Louisiana. So very close. Now we're only about two hours. Right. So right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Southeast Louisiana. But I was surprised to hear all the stories from Miami, from Southern Florida. Yeah. Big, yeah. I was surprised. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the Miami skyline was built with cocaine money. Um, a lot of interesting history happening there. Um, you know, a lot of uh, crime in the uh, 60s, 70s, and early 80s. 
and um you know uh, law enforcement got a, got a hold of it and and um and it's a beautiful place to live but you know that type of environment breeds uh interesting stories yeah. um you know a lot of people know about the chicago uh gang era and you know new york city gang era but you don't hear a lot of movies about tampa you know and, and what happened down in ebor and how gangs ran the place for decades and decades so that's just a lot going on, man. It's never ending. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a, a, a playwright for you guys to, to dabble into next. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, there's a lot there, a lot of material. The lore of Tampa, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> just been a year on Tampa, right? <laughs> no, yeah. And, and you know, we do a lot of projects out in Tampa and, and it's beautiful. But you talk to anybody who lives there and, and they'll tell you unashamed, you know, um, beneath the beauty, there's a there's a lot going on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you guys hit started, like you said, 2018 pre-COVID. Right. So a year, about a year, year and a half later, uh, later COVID hit. Right, right. So how, and, and you guys are priests. You saw the change. Yeah, so y'all, we all rode the wave. Y'all rode the wave. Sure. So did you see a lot of changes in 2020? We COVID? did. Yeah, we did. You know, uh, I think first things first, we, we, we tried to be cautious. And uh, we were very fortunate that the three of us already worked together in close proximity. Um our families are all related. Uh, so, so we didn't have the same setback necessarily as we, we weren't, we weren't forced to go to zoom. Um, uh, you know, we COVID tested frequently and, um, we were able to record together the entire time because we were locked down together. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was a blessing in disguise in that regard, but at the same time, um, the difficulties that were felt around the world, you know, uh, were felt in Florida as well. And the entertainment history uh, industry, ex especially locally was hit pretty hard. Yeah. And so uh, we felt the brunt of that and, and people weren't commuting. And so we, you know, we, we saw some uh, statistical differences. People weren't in their cars. And so uh, we had to figure out how to market the people in their homes. So it was tricky. I bet. And you saw a lot of podcasts pop up out of nowhere too, didn't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm a silver line type of guy. I don't, I don't ever want to downplay, uh, you, know, the, you know, the awful things that happened in 2020. Um, but I do think as, as a, as a species, it helps to try and find the positive side of things. Yep. And, um, you know, one of that was, you know, a lot of people discovered or rediscovered creativity and, uh, they did what they could to, 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 to bring joy to themselves and, and to others. And, and podcasting was just a beautiful way to do that. And you saw them pop up all over the place. Yeah. You can't, get on Twitter, I've seen a million podcasts. And it's right. Thing. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a voice. Everybody's right. got, you know, when we were growing up, you know, if you wanted to cut a record, you had to save your money and fundraise and, and find somebody to produce it. And now, you, just, you know, all you need is a laptop and a microphone. Um, crazy. Same with podcasting, which is a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, it, it really opens up the world and allows everybody to communicate. Yeah, definitely. And it, it really opens it up for even though we're locked down, we still have access to everybody. Right. Oh yeah. You know? Right. You know what I really love about the podcast community, because we're fairly new to it. We just started in January, but it is so encouraging and it is just a different type of community as most uh, actors or song I'm mean, in the music industries. They're all right. trying to compete with each other. Right. Right. But this community is like, Hey, let's all be great let's all help each other right. and raise up and be great. And so it's been such a blessing to us as we have come into it and just learned the whole community. And, and for those that are thinking about 
doing a podcast or starting out, you know, it's just a different type of community. Would you agree to that? Oh, absolutely. That, that is, uh, that is very, very accurate. Um, the entertainment industry in a lot of ways is kind of dog eat dog. Everybody's out for themselves, which is very discouraging, um, especially on the music side of things. But I will say in podcasting, I've never, ever seen a community of creative people kind of work together the way podcasters do. Um, right. You know, early on, we reached out to a lot of folks and just asked for advice, you know, um, asked for help, took a listening posture and, and um, you know, we, we wanted to be to humble ourselves early on so that we weren't humbled uh, against our will later on. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, we learned a lot of good stuff from people who had kind of been around the block. And, um, and so we just, we felt like anytime someone comes up to us, you know, we would, you know, it, it's only right to do the same thing and do whatever we can to, to help others along. So I just, I think I, I, I've never experienced something in my life, um, like getting to know other podcasters. It's very, very friendly. Right. And it surpasses any kind of political views, any kind right. of anything. It's just like right. one goal in mind. Let's make everybody better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and there are people, you know, who, like we said, touching on COVID, you know, the, the lockdown and illness and, 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 and financial hardships uh, plays a lot of toll on people's mental health and um, podcasting. It takes people in, into your home, you know, where you yeah. feel like you're part of the conversation and you're not as lonely anymore and you're able to interact on social media. It's just connecting humans. And it's a, right. I think it's a very healthy thing. Definitely. I, I, love, I love it. I love the community. And when you reached out to us, I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. These guys, sure, well, yeah. you know, let's just take a minute and talk about how big your podcast is because yeah. y'all have tons and tons and tons of followers. So when you agreed to come on our little tiddlywink show, we were like so floored. And that's why he, I say Heath is fangirling and fanboying so hard <laughs> yeah. because he's like, oh, I can't just believe that we have such a huge guest on and that they would want to be even, you know, yeah. even talk to us yeah. starting well, out. Well, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, well, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here. And thank you for saying that. It's very kind. I, I think, uh, you know, and I don't mean this in a weird way at all, but uh, the three of us, you know, we don't, we don't really know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> you know, we're just uh, trying our best to, to, to make it work. And, and I think we, we realized that whatever little success we have was, was given to us. Um, and we, and we do work hard to steward that, but um, you know, it, uh, I, I just, I, there's, I, there's no bone in my body that could rest at night if we didn't try to reciprocate the help that was given to us, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying that, you know, any, that any other show needs help. I'm just saying it, it's part of why we do this is so that we can communicate with other podcasters and, and share our story and talk about our state. So, and then also give you guys a platform because you guys are reaching people that we could never reach, um, you know, which I think is a, is, is a blessing. What you guys do is amazing as well. So thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored. Well, thank you for being here, man. Uh, like I said, I've been a fan. You were right, one of the first podcasts I listened to. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't a podcaster wow. until I started my own podcast. Right. He I didn't, didn't listen to I didn't Same. listen to him. Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there. Go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say, there's a lot of there's a lot of rules that we didn't know until like way into the game. because uh, we, we didn't really listen to podcasts. We just started one. Um, so that we had a, a couple episodes we didn't we didn't publish because they were rough. Um <laughs> You know, and then we got we got a little more rehearsed. So, yeah. what would you say would be one of the mistakes you made early on? Um, rambling, believing that people uh, wanted to hear 
you know, every aspect uh, of our day. Um, that was, that was a mistake. Um, you know, and then on the flip side, I think one of the things that we did well was just being consistent, um, in our release schedule. Uh, we release every Wednesday at midnight and we've done it for 126 episodes, never miss one. Um, you know, through, through the birth of children and illness, we make sure that that, that episode's ready to go out. And I think that's helped quite a bit. So definitely definitely so uh, on that note you guys are busy like we talked about how you know you have a lot of followers so mm-hmm. the family is, is this a family thing Does the family help out a lot like your a wives lot. yeah yeah a lot a lot i'm fortunate um you know we have a great team around us and i would be you know remiss to not to not mention them uh, uh my wife sarah uh she helps us on social media um yeah suzette is our editor she does that, a lot of that as well. And, and Jason is our community manager. He, he is, um, he kind of organizes that whole uh, attack method, but we have a research team led by Kaylee and um, a graphic design team um, and Spanish translation team led by Brian and uh, yeah, you know, and, and Christian handles our audio visual. So there's just a lot that goes into it. The three of us wow. goofballs, we got the easiest job. We just sit in front of the microphone and talk. Uh, but there's an army of people that make the show happen. And without them, we would, we'd never leave our bedroom, you know? My gosh. Uh, they do a hell of a job though. Yes, they do. They do. Hats off to them. Great. Hats off to them. I feel like I know Sarah, you know, I've been talking to her so right. much on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. 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 She's been <laughs> yeah, she, awesome. She's wonderful. And, 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 you know, she has a, she has a keen sense of organization that I don't have. Um, and in my mind, I always feel like, you know, I've got the right motives, but I'll forget to message people back and, and I lose track of it. And after like a year or so, Sarah was like, you know what, let me do that. And, and you just <laughs> don't worry about it anymore. So I was very fortunate. Just send emails and talking to Mike. I got to read it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Cause uh, yeah, I could accidentally burn the place down without her. So uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate. Awesome, man. So I have a question because, sure. you know, we're new to this podcast thing and I'm sure a lot of people are, and we are, I don't want to say we're struggling, but we have a lot on our plate with these sure. episodes, sure. trying to find time to record and edit. And we don't have an army that, sure. that follows sure. us. It's just the two of us. So sure. what advice would you give to someone that's starting out? That's feeling a little overwhelmed. Like we've mentioned before, uh, you're, this is not your only job. You're, you're a songwriter. How are you sure. balancing all of that and the home life and everything else? Yeah. I, I, I think, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is to not, not forget why you're doing it. Uh, I think every podcast has that reason um, that caused them to initially begin, you know, whether that was to tell stories or to provide an outlet for other people. And uh, that, that has to be, I, I believe the seat of your reasoning for doing it. Um, and if you believe in that and you're passionate about that, uh, even if you miss a week or so, like it, it, you, you stick on that because you know that it's not just for you. Um, I really believe that, that the platforms we have, you know, is given to us to help other people. Um, and so I think if, if you stick to your motivation, stick to your guns, um, you know, the, the thing that caused you to start to begin with, um, that's, a, that's a huge key. And then the second thing would be uh, to play towards your strengths, you know, uh, talk about what you know, uh, that makes it easier. Um, and then find somebody that you love to do it with, like you guys. I mean, that's, 
what you guys have, you're very fortunate. Um, you know, you, a lot of spouses, the idea of being creative together is unheard of. So you guys get to do a show together, which I think a lot of people would be envious of. It's, it's amazing, you know? Um, uh, but I would say to newer podcasts, you know, on top of all of that, um, just know that, uh, people want to hear what you have to say and, and it's good. It's cheaper than therapy and, uh, it, it's good to get it out there and never be afraid to ask for help. You know, I mean, no one, no one's above that. I, you ask your neighbor, you know, a lot of our team, we didn't know they did the stuff they did until we asked them for help. And it just oh, wow. so happened. It just so happened. They, they had this set of skills that, you know, we just asked them, Hey, can you, can you give us a hand? We're overwhelmed. And then Jason's like, well, you know, I'm actually, this is my skill set. It's what I do, you know? Nice. And so, yeah, I think just put the feelers out there and, and keep going. Don't give up. Nice. Cause we, we started this podcast because one reason we, and with the Navy, we were in, we were locked down. We couldn't go to restaurants. We couldn't do anything right. because of COVID. And right. I mean, even when the rest of the world was going out, we were still, we just got released from, I call it Navy jail <laughs> recently. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it was for a reason. I mean, you know, it is what it right, is. Right, right. But I got, I did it because of that. Because you know, we couldn't go on a date. We'll just do this. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, I got tired of turning on the damn TV and seeing negativity every morning. Right. And I wanted right. something positive that might help somebody. That was our idea. Not no, and that's that for me is yeah yeah. There's enough out there, and it's it's always probably going to be never ending. Um. You know, and, and that's that's one of the things is I don't want to be just another voice adding to the choir of negativity. You know, there's enough of that. And and, uh, you know, and especially in the world we live in now, you know, God willing, post covid shortly, um, you know, people just need it. People need to be yeah. lifted up and encouraged and um, tell funny stories. You know what I mean? Like it's that's the biggest thing is. Um, you know, you guys cover a lot of leadership and inspirational stuff. And, and that's something that I believe no matter how old you are, you need that, you know, you've never, you've never reached the pinnacle of knowledge or wisdom. Um, so I, you know, my plan is to be 85 years old and, and still having a listening posture because, yeah. you know, everybody that I encounter has got something they can teach me uh, as far right. as I'm concerned. Love that. So. I love you say that. Cause that's our motto. Like in the, you know, we're both Navy, no matter how senior you get, you're still learning every day. Right. Right. That's, yeah. That's awesome. So you talked about, you know, you're a songwriter right. uh, by trade, right? That's what sure. you do, your real job. I'm not saying which other than podcasting. Right. 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 Um, what is uh, Josh and uh, Cameron, what their, what's their uh, other interest in what they do? Yeah. So uh, Josh is a, a creative director. Um, the guy is a, a think tank. Um, and so he um, uh, to, to lock down what he does in a single day is very difficult. But um, to kind of put it simply, um, he's a, a concept designer for companies. Um, he helps uh, he pitch things and then takes them through the um, pioneering stages uh, into production. So 3D printing, uh, digital design, that sort of thing. Um, he's he's a He's literally, and I'm not just saying this, but he's my brother. He's the smartest guy I've ever met. Um, and it irks me. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he, <laughs> he's, he, he's stupid smart. Uh, and then Cameron, um, he, he's a teacher as well. Uh, he teaches music theory and, and direction and, um, you know, choir. Uh, uh, I, I'm the odd man out in the show. Everybody else in the show is more talented than I am. So I've just got to uh, 
read as much as I can about Florida history to keep up with the rest of these, you know, keep up. these guys. Um, but I'm, that's a good place to be. And I prefer the pressure cooker, you know, that's true. I mean, that's a step up for Josh from selling vinyl and paint. <laughs> you know, yeah, the you door, remember what door to door door salesman. <laughs> yeah. Josh has had a, a, a very vibrant life of uh, careers. Um, and part of that has to do with the fact that he's so intelligent. He'll get somewhere and then he gets bored after a month, you know, and he, he wants to go on and do something else. And, and uh, not so much now as an adult, but, um, you know, in his, up until his 20s, you know, give or take. Wow. So uh, that's cool. Well, that's, that's awesome. So where do you find these stories, Wayne? Where do y'all find this stuff? Do you research a lot? Oh, yeah, our team does. I don't, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to make light of what of the work they do. Uh, but I will say um, Florida is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, you know, people, our listeners um, uh, will send in hundreds of stories a week. I mean, just, and, and to be honest with you, the real problem is combing through them all. We don't have time to comb through them all. And so our research team, you know, will pick a few of them and then flush them out, um, you know, month by month. And that's kind of how we do it. Um, we, we sift through what's been submitted to us. So early on a lot of Googling, um, but fortunately, uh, the show writes itself and the listeners are just as involved as we are sending content and, you know, for us to produce. So you, you tell these stories, but you're, the way you tell them is so engaging that I, you, you know, I mentioned to you before I was trying to run and listen to the podcast, which doesn't go hand in hand. If you're listening, <laughs> uh, don't try to do that because you're either going to laugh your butt off or stop running or just lose yourself. And it's the way that you tell the story is where I found myself just like really engaged. Did you have to practice that? And, and how did you get to the level of, of telling and pausing and doing all of this stuff to keep us engaged? Well, thank you so much for saying that. I, um, I, you know, I, I think on a, the simple answer would be I, uh, both sides of my family are Irish immigrants and, and uh, we're storytellers by nature. Uh, I'm the first one uh, generationally that's been afforded the privilege um, to have a, a creative job. Um, if I'm being honest, you know, we, we, we come from, uh, you know, an, an immigrant background, farmers and factory workers. And, um, but the one thing we all had in common was telling stories. Uh, my grandpa could tell a story that he wouldn't believe. And uh, my grandma still can. Uh, she's kicking uh, in her late 80s. And if you go to her house, she will tell you everything you need to know about everybody. And, uh, and so I think a part of it was picking up subconsciously growing up. The other part of it is, uh, copious notes. Um, I take a lot of notes and, um, uh, I take them with me into the studio and, and I just, I try to write in the way that I would speak so that it feels more natural. Right. And, uh, and then again, the stories, you know, the content, um, is a blessing. It, it's, it's, it's funny or spooky or, or whatever. I'm just telling it. Uh, so I feel like a conduit sometimes, you know, just uh, the story is kind of coming out, you know, forcefully, if you will. Awesome. 
you know, I always say this and I'll, and I, I will always think this way, but Navy sailors and, you know, majority of our listeners are sailors. It's, they will tell you the best stories, the best sea stories you have yeah. ever heard. Yeah. And it is a part of our culture to tell stories. And I would like to be better at it and be like, more like oh. you, you know, and, and just be more engaging in it. But man, when you listen out in the smoke pit or wherever you're at on a Navy base or on the ship and they're sitting out there telling their sea stories I mean it's just the most engaging thing and that's been since the days of yore the wooden boats you know right that's what I was going to say I'm I'm not an expert at all not by any means but you know I would imagine you know when you're at sea uh you know it's one of the oldest pastimes I think of storytelling you know and and people even ancient people painted them you know on cave on cave walls you know, mm-hmm. just, just because there's always a natural human desire to, to tell and share your experiences. Um, you know, and so I couldn't imagine, you know, uh, being out like you guys are and, you know, you having to pass the time and just tell stories. And so you guys are a blessing to your crewmates and everybody else. You guys are the storytellers. So that's it's, phenomenal. It's true. And either, you know, there's only so much work you can do. Right. Right. Even though, right. So you're either talking trash to each other, telling stories. Telling <laughs> right. So we're good right. at talk, talking shit <laughs> right. or telling stories. Right. Exactly. Two skill sets to yeah, be a Navy it. sailor. Hey, I, I, can, I can clean a bathroom. I can talk smack and I can tell a story. <laughs> but you know what though? Uh, two out of three of those work really well on podcasts. That's true. So, <laughs> so you, you guys are in a, you guys are in the right spot. And if the podcast fails, we can always clean toilets. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it will. I mean, you guys, right. you guys are phenomenal. And I, Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I can imagine, um, uh, you know, the, the good thing about it is, um, you know, the thing about storytelling is when you tell somebody a story, usually they have one to reciprocate, Yeah. you know? So the next time you got to tell a story, you've got an extra one in your, you know, repertoire to, to, to share. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, that's what I love about it is everyone's got a story to tell. The hardest part is reading people, Wayne. You got to read them. So if they're not impressed, you got to embellish a little bit. In yeah, the, in the fish has to get bigger or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it comes naturally for the Irish. We, uh, the fish starts off at 13 feet long. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you start uh, off big. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, when someone gives you the kind of the, the wide-eyed stare, you're like, well, maybe it was 12 and a half, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. But you, you, you start off as big as possible. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what I really enjoyed lately is y'all stuff on the uh, highlighting uh, like a, entrepreneur or somebody's doing good things in Florida. Like you had right. a producer on not too long ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We started, a. Uh, it's still under the umbrella of uh, Florida man on Florida man, but it's a, a bonus series called the social. And uh, we just highlight Floridians who are doing amazing things. And again, just trying to, you know, put more positive content out. And a lot of these guys have done just phenomenal things and uh, people deserve to hear their stories. Um, so we, we launched that series last month as a way to kind of get some of those stories out there. I was waiting to, waiting to go in the doc's office. I heard the one with the producer. I can't remember his name, forgive me, but uh, uh, Cliff Brown. Yeah. Cliff. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's, he's done some big jobs around some big people. And, and you know, what's crazy about that is I think we said this, said this in the episode, but he wouldn't tell you himself, right? You, yeah. yeah. You, you would meet him anywhere. And you would have zero idea that this guy's responsible for some of these platinum records and singles and stuff. And because he's just a humble dude, he's just, he's a dad, he's got three kids and you know, he's trying to, to get his kids to school like everybody else, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, part of what we do on that show is to, to drag those stories out of people, you know, and and, uh, let, let their tales be told. 
Right, definitely. And by the way, I hear that y'all met some office characters on The Office. Creep <laughs> We're Shut the biggest up. office fans ever. <laughs> you know what? Oh my god! You guys need to help me in punishing Josh. Um, we were we were doing a meet and greet in Tampa at a Comic Con. This is a pre-COVID um, uh, 2019, and um, we walk into the hotel, and it's been a long day, and we're pretty tired. We're going to the bar actually, and. Uh, I see Josh kind of nod at this guy and he just goes, what's up, man? Um, and I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was just a listener or something, you know? Um, and we get to the bar and I look over and, and like 20, 30 yards away is Creed Bratton from the office. Wow. And, and I get so excited. And I, t- I tell, you know, Josh and Cameron, I go, look, man, that's Creed. And, and, and Josh goes, yeah, I just said, what's up to him. And I was like, that, that's who you said hey to? And you couldn't bother like to tell us that he was standing standing right there in our hotel? Uh, so I'll never forgive him for that, man. That's, uh, that's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And, what and, a friend. And, and Josh is just so, you know, that's the type of confidence that guy has. You know, he, he walks by people that have done phenomenal things. And he's just like, sup, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the not head, sup. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I'm on the other hand, I'm fangirling, you know, like, you know fanboy. And like you said, yeah. You know, 30 yeah. yards away. That's Creed Bratton, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. And he's like from, uh, he's, he's also, a, he was a, uh, in a band too back in the day. He was. Yeah. He yeah. was very gifted. Yeah. My wife and I are huge Office fans. And yeah. and uh, we always joke, we like to say it's the screensaver at our house. It's always on uh, in the background on the TV. Yeah. And, Same uh, for us since I, 2009, I think. I think we watched the whole season all seasons probably over again probably me about 20 times jamie probably 100 times but yeah no you yeah so we're in good company it's um you know it's funny i'm a big proponent of um you know uh mental health and and therapy and stuff and my therapist told me that sometimes people will watch things they're familiar with because it it gives them comfort you know they're not having to to think about it or expect what comes next and i said well that must be what's going on with the office then because you know it's on all day long at our house. It's just it's got it's me a, through some deployments. I mean, it's got me sure. through some hard times. Yeah. <laughs> sure. just put, like at the end of the day, you put it on, you close your eyes, you can picture what's happening. And and I totally believe your therapist because that's yeah. how I got through it. Yeah, because yeah. two months two months after we got married, she deployed for a year to Djibouti, Africa. Wow. Two months now, after now, now, what's that like? I mean, you guys, it, when you deploy, uh, is, has it has it always been separately like that to different well, locations? We've been married what almost five, five years. Yeah. So uh-huh. um, I wasn't on a ship. It was a, actually uh, what we would call an individual augmentee uh, or a mobilization, okay. um, where I was just a one one person filling one spot. Wow. And I'm an air traffic controller, so I was filling a spot for an air traffic controller out there. Um, so Heath has been to see many, many times. He's an old salty sailor, but, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that was mine. Cause I'm in the Navy reserve. So that was my, wow. uh, deployment. And so it was a whole year of, uh, boots on ground and it's hot over there. And it was just, um, you know, a long time to be away. And I right. would revert back to the office, honestly, yeah. uh, at night yeah. and, or f- the friends episodes or something comfortable, and right. just listen to that and that's how i go to sleep mm. yeah. feels like yeah because it does feel like home you know it mm-hmm. does yeah and uh i tell you i'm just i, I did all my stuff on ships so okay. i've been on about five ships uh counting ships trains and planes i've been around the world well, incredible <laughs> incredible and that's as somebody that has travel anxiety uh that blows my mind like i uh 
Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I, I was joking around with somebody not too long ago. I've never been on a train before. Okay. And uh, I, I, so we have a plan to try and do a mobile episode on a train down that to Miami. Awesome. Yeah. So, so we'll see how that works, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm envious, man, that you're uh, at what you guys do. I, you know, I, I've been out um, uh, the closest thing I've ever done. And this is going to be incredibly insulting, but I'm just letting you know how terrible I am on the water. Um, I've gone deep sea fishing one time and I was sick the entire day. Um, and so when I hear about you guys, you know, working and living and, and doing everything you do out in the water, it literally blows my mind. Like I, I can't fathom it, man. So just major respect for that. Big ups to you guys for sure. Thank you. But to full disclosure, I've been deep sea fishing twice and I've got sick both times. on deep Really? Sea okay. I never own it. Never own a Navy vessel, but on a deep sea fishing vessel every time. Now, is it now? I, I, I just, I'm, I'm curious, um, you know, whenever you're, uh, deployed or like you, like, like she was saying, when, um, when you've been out in the water on, on, you know, five different ships, um, what's the, the longevity, what, what's the average time that you were out there? It depends. I've been pretty lucky, Wayne. Uh, my first ship was a carrier. So it was, I got left the ship right before, uh, it was after nine 11, right before we started doing the Afghanistan thing or, and right before, I, right after I left that Lincoln was the first one to do an 11th month deployment. But I think they did a, around 80 or 90 days straight at sea. Oh, wow. Before wow. they pulled in. Now, I've been lucky. I've hit ports. Usually, most I've ever spent, I've done about 50 or 60 days straight. But okay. a lot of people have done a lot worse. I've been mm-hmm. blessed, especially these sailors now on ships with COVID. They're, they're quarantining a week before they deploy. So they're an extra week they're deployed or two weeks. They can't go home because they want to get COVID and because they have to be mission ready. And I feel so bad for those poor guys because it's gotten a right. hundred times worse now with COVID. Luckily right. I'm not on a ship. I'm, I'm over at a, a special boat team, but, but I feel so bad for those poor guys and gals mm. that are, uh, that are at sea duty right now. They're, they're, right. Getting, they're getting the business. I mean, it's bad. Hopefully. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got a friend of mine who, um, has deployed quite a few times. Uh, he's not in the Navy's, uh, uh, army, uh, he's a ranger actually. Um, uh, but he's, he's been deployed quite a few times and, and, um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just major respect for what you guys do, man, being away from your families, being away from, you know, your first home and, 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 and doing that. But, uh, it's a huge blessing, um, to, to have folks like you, uh, you. who do it. And, and, and like I said earlier, man, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be on this show. I, you know, we, we've done some guest spots and stuff in the past, but I was telling my wife before I came on, I, um, I was, I was so excited to be here awesome. and talk to you guys and, and, uh, looking forward to a continued relationship as well, for sure. Awesome. Thank man. you so I'm much. I'm looking forward to it too, Wayne. One more question. So, um, can you tell us about some, uh, military, like, you know, you did Chappie, any other military, uh, yeah. Florida people you, uh, you highlighted in your show? Yeah, yeah, we 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 did Chappie uh, not too long ago, a couple episodes ago, and, and he was just a phenomenal airman, uh, dogfighter uh, in like three different wars. Uh, first uh, African American four star general, um, phenomenal guy. Early on, we did an episode called "The Jumping General" uh, about this guy who uh, was just a professional Nazi killer, um, just a, a a real real bad dude, you know. Uh, in the best way, but, um, you know, I, we, we've had a, a couple stories, uh, one story we have involving the Navy. I think I mentioned that a little earlier, uh, we were chatting before the episode. Um, but, uh, Gasparilla, the pirate, uh, was a real nuisance, uh, a couple hundred years ago, uh, harassing and pillaging up and down the Florida coast and the U S Navy, uh, 
sent him a what for five different ways. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's the reason why, no joke, uh, there's believed to be billions of dollars in, in treasure uh, off the Florida coast because they never recovered most of it. Um, he kept getting away. And so the U.S. Navy said, you know what? No more hostages. Uh, we're not doing this anymore. Uh, let's send him a message because he was doing some terrible things. And yeah. um, and they put a stop to it. And uh, all of his treasure sank with him. And so, uh, yeah, so we've, we've, we've covered some cool battle stories. Uh, Florida's got a lot of it, man. Um, there was a, you know, our, the ownership of our state was tossed around three or four different countries over the course of a hundred years. A lot of people wow. don't realize that, um, you know, the French and, and the English, uh, the Spanish, uh, they, they tossed Florida back and forth for a long time. And a lot of Navy battles are fought in the Gulf of Mexico and in the Atlantic. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of stuff that we haven't even touched on yet. Right. That's awesome. But just a little bit of Louisiana history for you, you might find interesting. So where we're at in Louisiana is called, uh, used to be part of Spain and the capital was in Pensacola. Look at that. Yep. Yep. So we're all part of Florida. It is. <laughs> you, you guys are honorary Florida men and women. Yeah. Yay. Right. I, I, I need to start doing some crazy crap so you can talk about me. I know. But you know, you know what though, if you do, you have an excuse. That's true. Yeah. You just, I, it's the Florida in me, baby. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 So where could our listeners find your podcast and, and all that y'all are doing? So if you Google uh, Florida men on Florida man, uh, you know, it'll come up. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, you'll find us. Um, and our social media handle is um, FMOFM podcast uh, across all the platforms. And uh, it's pretty easy to get a hold of. And the episodes are short and sweet. So hopefully uh, you know, people enjoy it. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Wayne, for joining us, man. It's been our honor and our pleasure. And, and thank you so much. And, and I, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, again, we've enjoyed having you on. And is there anything that you would like to leave us with involving Florida that we well, can close out with? I'll tell you this. If you're ever vacationing in Florida, this is a real thing. Uh, we do have lots of wild iguanas uh, and they do freeze in the winter. And they will, this is no joke. I'm not exaggerating. They will fall out of a tree and hit you in the head. Um, that's a very real thing. So if you're vacationing in Florida, add that to the list of things you should be afraid of. Okay. We're, we're at in Florida, all over Florida, or mainly, mainly in the South, the South. Florida. Well, yeah. So, so, so hang out, hang out in the Jacksonville area. You should be okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, again, we just appreciate you having us or having, or you coming on our show. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you guys that, so much. Oh, thank you. We'll wish you fair winds. And following seas.